Tuesday, the rich daughter of a politician, runs away to Alba City to pursue her dream of being a musician. On her first day in the city, she crosses paths with Carol, an orphaned refugee and another aspiring musician. The two become fast friends and soon start playing together, quickly going viral. But are they ready for everything that comes with that? Is Carol and Tuesday the perfect series to introduce your friends to anime? Or should it be relegated to your own personal weeb watch list? I'm PJ. I'm Skylar. I'm Lauren. And this is Kawaii Disappointment. So what are your guys' takes on the whole, like, AI art situation? I'm very against, very against these AIs taking art that other artists have done. Very against it. That's plagiarism. I was, like, having fun with AI when it was, like, bad. Shout out to our uh, AI anime episode on the Patreon, where, like, you know, it was, like, us making fun of how bad the AI-generated information was. But, like, it's good now, and that's, like, a problem. It's not fun anymore. (laughs) It's only fun when it's bad and you can make fun of it. No, uh, like, you know, I'll always, like, enjoy the that one AI generator where you'd be like, Junji Ito, Sailor Moon, and it's like... But even that's, like, still taking art from someone else, you know? Yeah, uh, but I like it in a very, like, memeable kind of, like, casual way. I don't like it when people submit art like this is my like AR interpretation because again it is stealing art from other artists and other artists are already doing and I know like publishers and stuff like it's it's really hard to get like a book published right now or stories published right now so their like submissions are like so inundated with like books essentially written by like chat GPT because everyone's trying to use AI to like get their quick buck right that makes sense yeah so you you've heard it here first folks quiet disappointment is anti good AI still pro really bad ai so again check out that ai anime episode on our patreon <laughs> but uh <laughs> anti-good ai because it is it's too good and you can't tell that it's ai and that's a bad thing except for when you look at the Uncanny. hands <laughs> still can't get hands right but neither can i it's like a the whole thing with dreams for people that do lucid dreaming um if you can't figure out if you're in a dream or not they say uh to look at your hands because your hands are always wrong or you could try to push your hand your fingers through your hand and usually if you're dreaming you could do it i mean like in real life you could do it if you use enough force but it would be like a horror painful <laughs> a horror na- nightmare hellscape but uh well you've got a hand it to us for how good of a transition this is hello and welcome Ooh. back to quiet disappointment the show where two lifelong weebs pj and skylar guide their non-weeb friend lauren through a new anime every week to determine if it's a kawaii success or a kawaii disappointment this week we are watching carol and tuesday as we continue through listener month number two performance month so this is an interesting one because uh, I ostensibly will say that this anime was recommended twice by oh. anonymous submitters. But when I say that, I technically mean a lot more because one of those two submitters submitted it 29 times. 
So, uh, (laughs) technically, this is our most requested episode ever. (laughs) Um, And you might be thinking, like, how do you know it was that one person? It was all, like, like within the span of like four minutes like like they were clearly like submit all right carol tuesday again submit all right carol tuesday again submit maybe their computer had a glitch i don't know I it was it. 29 times as they should so yeah, that anonymous I... listener really wanted us to cover this anime and a second anonymous li- listener kind of wanted us to cover this anime so uh <laughs> without further ado this is our most requested anime of all time uh so carol and tuesday lord tell me what do you think that's going to be about so i'm assuming that carol and tuesday are going to be our performers, our main characters, kind of like Monsters and Men or Ali and AJ. They're known for their duality. They're singing together. They're performing together. They're a, they're a duo, Penn and Teller, you know, that sort of situation. So there you go. That's our duo. I'm going with music again because I'm <laughs> apparently not going to give that up anytime soon. I was about um, to say, so. I was wondering if you would still stick with music after after Showa again Rakurakuga Shinju uh, switched yeah. it up on you. I I know I'm sticking with my guns and I it's it's how the many whole, guns do you have um don't do you have a license Lauren's just been in Colorado doing weightlifting 24 7 every time she, <laughs> she says she's writing her book she's talking about gaining like building her gains so Lauren if we actually were to like meet in person again she's just gonna be jacked and she's gonna be like it's, it's like these guns baby the she-hulk this yeah. is a gun show. Yeah, she's had the gun show 24-7 <laughs> up in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Um, <laughs> well, once you saw the poster, did your thoughts change? No, that's um exactly what I said. You're like, they're definitely actually playing music, so... <laughs> they're definitely actually playing music. There's actually instruments here, so, like, I was absolutely right. Um, so we have Carol and Tuesday. I'm... I'm going left to right because Carol's the first name I read. I'm assuming Carol is the blonde in the nice dress. I think she's the one who's formally trained, but hasn't really felt like the passion of the music. Technically, she's amazing, but she's going to get the passion from her friend Tuesday, who is right next to her on the keyboard. Um, I think that Tuesday is self-taught and she's the one who just like feels it out and she's you know she's more in what is that um improvisation but not as technically perfect as carol so they're gonna be able to learn from each other and with their powers combined they're gonna become unstoppable they're gonna be the best buskers on this street that's it i think they're gonna i think they're gonna make it big eventually but clearly we're gonna be seeing their journey from when they were just street performers to when they're selling out concert halls you know yeah i wonder i and i and i say this knowing i fully could do it i wonder what happens if you scan this qr code (laughs) i was wondering that too when i was looking at it i was like i bet it takes you to like their website or like their spotify playlist or like something like that i bet they actually lead somewhere did you did you try i'm about to try it no wow we're so adventurous uh, you know what? I can't. I don't think I can find one high enough resolution to do this. I bet though, when they were like, if these were hanging up in places, I bet if you scanned it, it led you somewhere. Yeah, they. I think they purposely have not made one high enough resolution to scan this. Uh, but that said, uh, yeah, I mean that's a phenomenal prediction based on what we're seeing here. Who doesn't love a good like started from the bottom, now we're here story? Now yeah. we're here. Yep, that's how that song goes. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, why don't we go ahead and watch this underdog music story as we go ahead and take a quick break to watch episodes one and two of Carol and Tuesday. So we're going to do that and we'll be right back. So stay tuned.
All right, we're back. We had Lauren watch episodes one and two of Carol and Tuesday. Lauren, tell me, what did you think? This was so fun. The girls are like insanely talented. Their music is amazing. Their their music itself has absolutely sold me. I'm like, this is this is some good shit. I mean, their song, I guess. They're only writing one right now. <laughs> um, but we get like the OP and the ED. So anyway, the music alone, incredible. And I also really love these girls. Yeah. They're such little cuties. Yeah, this show oh, is my God. super cute, super fun. Uh, and I'm excited to talk more about it uh, after we get through some quick housekeeping. So, Carolyn Tuesday is an original anime done by Shinichiro Watanabe, the legend himself responsible for Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Shampoo, and Space Dandy as well. Uh, you know, looking back at stuff we've done yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the most legendary, one of my favorite, personal favorite uh, anime creators of all time. This is his most recent work. It was done by, with Studio Bones for Fuji TV and ran from April to October of 2019 for 24 episodes over essentially two seasons, what they call part one and part two. This was actually an anime done uh, by Shinichiro Watanabe to celebrate uh, Studio Bones' 20th anniversary as a uh, anime studio and Flying Dog's 10th anniversary as a music production studio. Uh, and Flying Dog represents a lot of different musicians that Shinichiro Watanabe uh, works with a lot, uh, such as like Kano from Cowboy Bebop and a lot of other musicians. So this was kind of like an anniversary project for a lot of different teams. Oh, I so love cute. that. There was a manga adaptation uh, done afterwards, written by Morito Yamataka, that ran in Young Ace magazine from May 2018 to July of 2020 for three volumes. But that's all we have, so let's break down episode one and two super duper quick. Uh, Tuesday, the teenage daughter of prominent politician Valerie Simmons runs away from home on terraformed Mars to be able to play music in Alba City. Chance brings her together with Carol, another aspiring young musician who's just been fired from her dead-end job. The two decide to make music together. Meanwhile, the prominent model Angela Carpenter is engaged as a puppet singer by the AI media mogul Tao. Angela undergoes uncomfortable training with Tao. Carol is fired from another job. She and Tuesday sneak into a concert hall to play on a real piano. Their performance is surreptitiously filmed by the technician Roddy and goes viral. Seeing it, the drunkard Gus Goldman tracks the two down and declares himself their new manager. And that's episodes one and two of Carol and Tuesday. Tracks them down in the most aggressive, creepy way possible. Scary way. Oh my god, I was like, you need to calm down, dude. I get you're excited, but like, holy shit. Beating down the door like an inner city landlord, you know? Yes, poking his head in through where he's broken the door. Like, I'm going to make you guys stars. What the fuck? These are two single women living on their own in this city, and you're going to break down their door to tell them you're going to make them a star. All the wrong moves. <laughs> uh, but, you know, obviously this is going to be like the beginning of the story for them. Like he is, you know, we established earlier on in the episode, I think episode one, that he is like a former like music like mogul that has just kind of become right. uh, dis- you know, disheartened with the music scene. Um, with all the which AI. Which is clearly it's you know, all very AI. controlled yeah. by AI. Um, you know, which, you know, it's something to be said. Like this story, this, this anime came out, you know, four years ago now um but is very prevalent to kind of the conversations we're having now around ai you know about Mm -hmm. like how ai just kind of removes the humanity and like the spark of reality and creativity from something you know Mm -hmm. the fact that he's like yeah i mean i can literally make any music i want i can make a michael jackson song right now i can make you know a prince song right now if i want it doesn't matter this is easy stuff i just need a puppet to like present it to the world yeah or what they kind of touch on in the episodes too where it's very like oh you can't generate worth well like yes actually you can 
But like, it's still coming from somewhere, like real people. Like at the end of the day, the AI is taking it from the established stuff already. Right. And that's, again, part of that, that conversation we're having now, right? Is this AI isn't making music, it's copying music, you know? Yeah. And you could argue that everything is copying, but, you know, it's, there's a, you know, they, it, it, you know, when, if you were to feed a bunch of, you know, images of, let's say you wanted to make an AI Junji Ito manga, um, it would just be a ripoff of Junji Ito. Rather, it made its own individualized, quote unquote, creations in Junji Ito style. It only exists because it's copying and collaging these different pieces of Junji Ito's work. Similarly mm-hmm. here, he's not saying I can make a song. He's saying I can make a Michael Jackson song. I can make a hit that is an amalgamation of what we know is a hit. Um, right. You know, and I mean, that's the thing that is so important in the AI debate is ultimately, no matter what, it's. I mean, it's not even really AI, it's machine learning, but those machines are just learning how to copy and paste and do it in creative ways. Um, but that's not really, and it's not even in transformative ways. It's just in these different ways, um, which, I mean, we already talked a lot about kind of our thoughts on AI, you know, media and art and stuff. But uh, when you look at stuff like music and books and stuff, it's just, I think there's a lot of ideals right now in the business world that AI will be able to replace people in maybe in those spaces, right? In the fact that he has 120 employees and they're all AI, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you look at things like chat GPT and people are saying like, oh, it's going to replace coders or, um, you know, different. uh, I mean, you even have, I think, uh, Wit Studio and Netflix did like a little anime short and all the backgrounds were created using AI um, and people are really worried about AI replacing people's jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, and clearly this is a world mm-hmm. where that has happened. But ultimately, I think what this story is going to be a lot about is how people still want that that real touch, that humanity, Human that connection. reality, that creativity, mm-hmm. that true new driving force that can only come from people making something. Mm-hmm. And no matter well, how I much mean, you teach an AI how to make something, it's only going to know how to replicate what existed before it. Even like in the bar scene, we see like uh, the androids making drinks and stuff. And then he has to like literally uh, like scroll past a bunch of different options to get to like a real person, like a real bartender. And you look at the fact that like they were severely over reporting him and like, right, that's what a, a human bartender is tra- trying not to do. But an AR bartender is trying to make, make drinks and make sales. Right. Like it's all these different mm-hmm. things. So like I think this anime is super prevalent to the kind of like AI discussion we're having now as a society. Uh something that like Philip DeFranco says all the time is like the thing that's scary about the AI conversation is this is the worst it's ever gonna be. It's only gonna get better from here. And it's only gonna get harder and harder to tell when something is AI. Yeah. Like it deep fakes. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I think about those audio yeah. deepfakes all the time. I get those on my TikTok page all the time. I the I music will, ones right now. No, I sit there and I'll I'll watch you know twenty different TikToks. That's like Donald Trump, Barack Obama, and Joe Biden like playing Counter Strike together. You know, and they're super right. funny and it's super entertaining. But it's concerning how real it sounds. Like obviously, yeah. I'm sitting there and I know it's a bit. I know it's created by AI, but that means that someone that didn't want me to know that would just have no extra work to do. You know, so again, it, the scary thing is that this is the worst it's ever going to be. But the hopeful thing is that, you know, we are always going to 
want the real the real deal when it comes to the creative yeah. aspect when we come to the non-creative aspect i think that i mean you could say that about anything you know there's you look at the fears of you know deep fakes and audio manipulation and video manipulation and that's very real but that's going to be something that we're going to have to learn as a society how to deal with i think this is more something we're we're talking about on, on a creative scale with like the ai media debate mm-hmm. yes absolutely well, because uh, the the thing that I keep seeing a lot of, which reminded me of um, when he was talking about how he could make like a Michael Jackson song, is uh, there's all these programs that are tweaking musicians to sound like other musicians. So there's a lot of um, like, this is what this song would sound like if it was sung by Taylor Swift. And it's not a person singing in the style of Taylor Swift. It's like using AI to sing this like uh, Selena Gomez song if like Taylor Swift was singing it or if like um, Lady Gaga was singing it. And at first, because, you know, I'd only seen a few, you could really, you could definitely tell like, oh, I see like where the AI part is right Mm -hmm. you could see that it's not like organic um but the more i keep seeing it's just like oh shit did lady gaga make a cover of this weird owl like parody song (laughs) well like you also look at like the tiktok like audio change feature because that's not pitch correction like right that's existed forever where you could be like oh teehee make me sound like a robot (laughs) right like that's always the thing in like audio this isn't that this is like you can talk and a different voice exists there you know and everyone sounds the same yeah because again if it was pitch correction everyone would sound a little different in it everyone would sound like but no it's this voice and it it's just trans, it, it, I, you know it's it just you talk and it's now this person's voice and they always use like the little like goblin guy voice but there's like the female voices and the guy voices that also just sound like people and like you know that that's scary when you think about things like catfishing right like one thing that oh, catfish yeah. you know when you watch catfish it's like oh they never call you but like you could now they could you know now. yeah, yeah. and, then and the- we're getting all those uh god the the one like brought like bold glamour filter right now on tiktok where like you can move your hand in front of it and it doesn't shift on your face onto your hand i things are only gonna get crazier and crazier and let's talk about how they get by talking about the anime that we're actually here to talk about (laughs) carol tuesday well i uh I like that even though you have the like really intense high tech AI scenes, right? With, um, with the with Tao child and, star uh, and turned, yeah, Angela. There um, we go. I really I'll like how they counter that with Carol and Tuesday and how human they are, right? Like Tuesday's run away from home. She doesn't feel like she's living her best life. So she's going to try living over here in the big city. And then you have poor Carol who just goes from job to job to job and Cannot can't keep, keep a job, job down to save her life but that's because people are shit to her and she calls them out on it and they're like you can't work here anymore and like that's such customer service bullshit yeah. that everyone I mean, deals with so she's so relatable job was her being bad at the job well yeah. professional mourners <laughs> that's that's hey rough. man, she signed up for that I was job. Saying, that's a real job, though. But, like, if yes, you can't mourn, is. maybe don't sign up to be a professional mourner. Right? But I mean, listen, <laughs> if it's the only thing that's hiring, you're going to try it. And she just happened to be really bad at it. That was a, fun, a really funny scene. I liked that so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
I I made this stupid joke to Skylar, but she didn't laugh, and I did not appreciate that she didn't find it funny. Did I hear it? Yes, I even had to explain it to you. Which was uh, when she started laughing really hard in the at the funeral. I was like, yeah. I guess she's Hosier's lover. And then she was like, what? And I was like, you know, the Hosier song, Take Me to Church, where he's like, Ugh. my lover's got a humor. She's the giggle at a funeral. This is her. She's the one. Her. But then you have two weeks where he's like, I'm the type of guy who will laugh at a funeral. Uh, but that's, so that's the type of I was guy that laughs at a funeral. Carol is not a guy. Is the, the Hosier's lover potentially could be. Yeah. You listen to that song on repeat, and I only know the chorus. I love Take Me to Church. Such a good song. Yeah, it's a wonderful song. It's just... Wasn't one that I like hyper focused on, but yeah, there's that joke for all of you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. And see, I didn't understand it because I don't know pop culture, so he was out for both of us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like obviously, you know, this is a very traditional story in a way, right? You have like kind of like the the kid, like Rich the, the well, like the kid who's like been living on their own and kind of like knows how to make their way through the city and like have like you know survive. And then you have, like, this, like, poor little rich girl who's, like, run away from home and is, like, now having, kind of having to summit for the first time. And they find mm-hmm. each other and, like, they're going to, like, help each other. Like, you know, essentially this is, like, two broke girls, the anime. <laughs> but instead of working <laughs> at a restaurant, they're making music together. This is also kind of, like, music, like, uh, actually musical Nana. <laughs> oh, yeah, kind of. I will take your word on that, too. <laughs> it, it, it also creates for a lot of just, like, funny moments. Like, literally when she's asks um tuesday to clean i was like does she even know how to clean and then it was no she does not she does not and actively makes a bigger mess (laughs) um this is very reminiscent lauren uh we lived through this uh when casey came back from idaho he lived with us for like a month and Mm -hmm. um we didn't ask him to pay rent or anything but just to help out with chores Mm-hmm. We this didn't even man. ask him to help out with chores. He was like, let me help out with chores so that I feel oh, yeah, like I helpful. And we were like, yeah, that's fine. Could not do it. He was bad. <laughs> it was, like we had like, to redo the dishes. Yeah, we had to have like a sit down where we were like, listen, I know that you feel like you owe us because we're letting you stay here. So you want to help out. We'd rather you not just like sit there <laughs> and look pretty, have a good time, figure out your life and like we'll hang out. But like, don't try to clean because you're not very good <laughs> and you're making extra work for us and he was like oh my god honestly appreciate it and you know i'll do it i'll sit here and look pretty all day <laughs> honestly <laughs> a dream a uh, dream someone's dream someone's reality honestly i was like not lauren's dream lauren really likes cleaning i do enjoy cleaning i clean once a week oh insane god, i I wish. And when she says she cleans once a week, she means she like deep cleans once a week, but she like cleans all the time. Like she doesn't like. I mean, I always tidy up. She doesn't leave like wrappers around after she's like eaten. You know? No, 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 no. I'm always constantly tidying and um, that sort of thing. But deep clean once a week. Uh, Nice. But yeah, so to talk about um, that, uh, to about the AI stuff, but more about Angela. I think Angela is like a super interesting character um, mm-hmm. because you know she's this former child star trying to like kind of reinvent her image and find like that new thing. She has her very intense stage mom, Oof. which is also very Drag realistic. Queen mom? <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was um, this just mom. A bit is it's just played up you know where it's like you know Mm -hmm. she's just got a mannish voice or if there was something more yeah or there's just something more going on i honestly couldn't tell you Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay, because I did in my notes, I was like, drag queen, question mark? But yeah, I honestly, if we don't know, I'm then not we don't sure. know. Um, but, you know, so she honestly is kind of just like ready to sell her soul to Tao to be able to find success. Uh, and I like that. Well, she's so bored. She's so bored of kind of what she's go- got going on. She doesn't want to do. And I mean, she even has like human managers still. And she keeps firing them. And then her mom is like, well, I'll get you an AI manager. Then she's like, no, I don't want that. But like, then she gets. They're not fun Tao, to bully. Um, who, who is like AI king. Yeah. And honestly, I think wishes he was AI. He does. They talked yeah. about that where she was like, do you wish you were in a robot? No. And he didn't answer, right? No, 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 no. See, because this is I, I had the same moment. I talked to PJ where she's just like wow like i i wouldn't be surprised if you were ai and then he like turns and looks at her and he says i get that a lot but i 100 percent thought he was gonna be like thank you because like he wants to be ai so bad yeah okay but yeah, he yeah. said yeah he said i get, I get that, that a lot. lot okay but yeah no the the undertone of that was i wish yeah i wish that i was yeah yeah so okay i misremembered but Anyways, super, super cool to balance out how human Carol and Tuesday are with someone like Angela, who is human. Yeah, she is manufactured. Right. And she's continuing on that journey of we're going to write the songs for you. You just have to sing them. But then she can't sing. So, oops. Well, it sounds like she could sing, just not like. She's not doing it properly. Because, you know, like when people sing from their throats instead of like using their diaphragm and vocal cords. Well, she couldn't hold a pitch. As they were doing that that exercise, none of the well, you can fix pitches. that through practice. That's yeah, true. Sometimes deaf. she was she was matching the tone. She just wasn't keeping the pitch well. Wasn't doing. But some well. people are and, legitimately tone deaf. Yes, yeah. but and she can hear it. She can replicate it, but it's not good. Whereas Carolyn Tuesday, it is good and it is mm-hmm. effortless. Oh yeah. So to talk about Carolyn Tuesday singing, um, so they're amazing, right? Um, so, so good. Um, so good. (laughs) So good. They, they're both independently good. And then they harmonize. And I got, I got chills every single time they sang together. I had chills. I was Mm. like, this is so fucking good. So I get why they're going to become a sensation because they're just so talented. Hey gang, if you missed last week's episode and or aren't following us on social media, you may have missed some big news for the podcast. If you are one of the people in that demographic, we just want to let you know what's been going on. Early in March, we received the news, happy but sad, that Lauren was going to be departing from the podcast. We already had all of March's episodes recorded, but decided to take some time to both celebrate with Lauren, as they are leaving due to a long overdue job opportunity, as well as to step away for a moment and to process the news and start looking at how we move forward from here. Now that we've taken that time, we will be posting all of the remaining Lauren episodes, which should fill up the month. Then in May, we will be introducing an all new, but not that all different, Kawaii Disappointment. Stay tuned on our social medias for announcements of changes and just in general so you're always in the loop moving forward. We are on all social media platforms at kawaiidesupod and can also be found on our website kawaiidesupod.com. That's K-A-W-A-I-I-D-E-S-U-P-O-D.com. I'll skip the fluff for this month, but a reminder to support us on Patreon if you so choose and leave us a review if you're so inclined. We'll be back next week as we guide Lauren through the world of Dance Dance Dancer. Now, back to the podcast. I liked how quickly it like shifts because like 
you know, they sit down, like, because obviously the first time they meet is uh, right after Carol gets fired and they set up their piano to start playing. And then everyone's kind of just walking past there, ignoring them. But Tuesday sees her and just starts crying because she could see, she could tell the emotions that she's trying to tell through the song. So she's like, okay, so like, you get me already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they run away from the cop um, and go back to her place that is ginormous. Her ginormous yeah. oh my God. former storage room for a Chinese restaurant yes. uh, that I'm not positive the owner is alive. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or maybe the owner like had to, you know, did her a solid. Well, or, no, I just you know. mean because every time no, they say outside. hi to the owner and interact with him, he just doesn't move or react. Oh, yeah, he's AI. <laughs> he's AI. He's AI. So he's like, I don't, I don't need the space. I'm a little <laughs> tiny computer. You can have it. <laughs> um, but like you know, uh, Tuesday's like, I've never played in front of other people, and she's like, Oh, okay. But then like the second Carol starts like playing the piano, Tuesday's like, All right, time to play. Me too, me too. Also, here's my songbook of every song I've ever written. And yes, it does look like uh, the cover of a Green Day album or a Simple Plan album. <laughs> because like it's all just very sketchy and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's true. Um, well, she loves Cindy Lauper, right? Love that she's super into Cindy Lauper. Love Cindy yeah. Lauper. The fact that That's True Colors, so cute. the song True Colors was True what inspired Color. her to make music. I love when anime and shows and anything in general like references real media because too much. It's always like, oh, looking at I you, love- JoJo. I love, um, you know... Rick Donalds. Exa- yeah, exactly. I love Cynthia Linnelli. She's my favorite 80s rock queen, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but no, it's like she loves Cindy Lauper, and I love that every episode is like the name of a different like song you know the the first yeah. episode is true colors and the interstitials it's like the record for true colors the, the full mm-hmm. like all credits record and same thing second one is born to run um yeah. and um you know again i, I love that it's that's like a thing time. and the fact that we bring up michael jackson and stuff like that uh and it's i love just this very, callback to the 80s yeah it's very <laughs> yeah. real world um and it is in the future but like everyone brings up the 80s a lot <laughs> well i right. wonder if that's when like ai that's when our ai starts to like come into the the fray right in this world where the last time they really had music made by people was from the 80s maybe potentially i don't know I Ooh. Say the first yeah. but um that's a good idea what Thank you. uh i really like from that though again yeah is the fact that uh, when she starts playing that guitar, at first it sounds a little disjointed, like they're playing different songs, but so quickly it melts and then they're playing the song together. There is a moment when they both read, like lean over to read the notebook, like the open notebook with the song so they can start singing together. I almost thought they were about to kiss. Oh, I did too. Because like, oh, yeah, they no. both I, yeah. like, lean in towards each other. And I was like, they're about to kiss. And then it's like, oh no, they're just both reading the book that's in between them. Damn. I was like, I love how fast this is moving. Oh my God. And I, you know, I love a good, like, um, different aesthetics Sapphic. lesbian couple. Yeah. A yes. little like a grun- grungy punk queen and uh, <laughs> grungy Edo and um, that pretty girl and our like uh like Lolita college, college queen. 
Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then they start singing together, and it's absolutely beautiful. Fire! Um, so, like, shout out to their uh, their their vocalists. So it's not their Ooh. voice actresses. They do have specific vocal actresses for their singing. Oh, okay. So for uh, Carol, um, it's gonna be hard because I don't know how it's supposed to be pronounced. But it's Nai Bricks. It's N A I is the first name, and then the last name is B R dot X X. So I'm assuming Nye Bricks, mm-hmm. uh, but if it's sure. if it's supposed to be like Nye Bree or something else like that, I apologize. Uh, but I'm going to say Nye Bricks. And then um, for Tuesday, it's a musician named Selena Ann. Mm-hmm. Um, so they mm-hmm. provide the music. Obviously, they sing in English. Uh, and do. that's whether you're watching the English or the Japanese. It's consistent throughout. See, I remember learning about Carol and Tuesday because of TikTok. So like, uh, I would say like the summer of 2019, um, I was just like, oh, we should really see this. Um, cause the, their songs were all over my For You page. Yeah. I, and, and I, I was not it. at all on Carolyn Tuesday talk. <laughs> like when Skylar <laughs> said, yeah, remember when this was back on TikTok? I was like, nope, <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, I mean, I see why their songs were so used. Like, well, I mean, they go viral so in fun. universe too. You know, we have, one song. Yeah. we have Roddy. I mean, it's a funny video, too, because like I would like this would be like on r slash unexpected or something, you know, because it's just these two people playing this beautiful song, you know, the loneliest girl. Uh, and it's going super well. And then it turns into a fucking Benny Hill chase. Benny Hill throughout, sketch. <laughs> <throughout the> fucking, <laughs> like, auditorium. <laughs> and, like, that would go super viral for the song. And then would go double viral for, like, the, the, the end an chase. Edit. You'll never guess how this ends. Yeah, exactly. You'll never guess how this... It'll literally be... I can see the clickbait articles, like, two unknown musicians play in an auditorium. You'll never guess how it ends. Um, or you have, like, a watch till the end in the video itself. And it's, yep. it's like you get it reposted on facebook and it's like the video with a giant black bar on top and bottom and the black bar on top says trust me stay until the end and the bottom just has a laughing crying emoji face yes <laughs> yes yeah yeah <laughs> not yep. as harmonizing or yes <laughs> you it's like you guys are carolyn tuesday Ooh. I did like the little <laughs> moment when they're running and she's like, hey, my name's Tuesday. She's like, were you born on a Tuesday? She's like, I don't know. My name's Carol. Were you born on Christmas? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they become oh such fast God. friends. They do. But As I mean, they're they both should. so lonely that it makes sense that the second they find someone who understands them on this deeper level that their music is coming from that they cling on to each other you know right um i do i i love that uh, this like they've literally known each other for like a day and carol's like i'm gonna make us a joint instagram account (laughs) with one photo and and we're about to go take like the cutest little picture um uh, and i do like again speaking of like the ai thing creepy that like based on that one picture that has zero views literally zero views should barely be web crawled he's able to like find them and find mm-hmm. where they live yeah <laughs> that's how connected yeah. all of us are but can i say I mean, it's, it's so true. 
beneficial for the story that he looked her up and not Tuesday because had well, he you looked never up saw Tuesday, Tuesday's yes, face. but had had he you'd seen Tuesday's face, you know, again, this is all beneficial for the story. But had Tuesday been turned around, or if he had been able to grab Tuesday's face, everyone would immediately be like, "Oh my God, it's Valerie Simmons' daughter. daughter. It's gonna, you know, yeah. it's a person running for president." Yeah, that's right, president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she's governor running for president. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So yeah, I remember mm-hmm. thinking that too. I was like, "Oh, you'd never see Tuesday's face, so they're not going to know that she's." connected to someone who's running for president until it's like later that'll be right that's a different episode oh pj brought up like a really good point um because you know she has her like black card that she can't use right now because they'd be able to find her her. pj literally was like just go like three cities away and do like a really big cash advance and then go back and i was like oh see but these are like these are girls they don't know what they're these doing are girls. girls are stupid we all know that i'm a girl no these are like young girls they don't know how the world works yet especially tuesday they're only all 17 uh, yes. and carol, and immediately got carol her has probably stolen. never had the level of credit where she knows what to do with a black card exactly um, and tuesday has never had to worry about money so also doesn't know what to do with a black card yeah they're just they're young they're inexperienced and they're innocent that's a centurion card by the way you can only get that uh when you're rich as fuck the amex centurion is literally i think you have to have a net worth of a a minimum of like 250k to get a centurion black card that's That's why if you listen like to like rap songs or stuff you'll hear people talk about or like watch things they talk about their black card because it is the amex centurion black card it is like a status symbol that's crazy i mean like i'm assuming that like when you're that rich you don't even have to really pay things off right like you could pay four things and it just it doesn't matter to you yeah you know yeah i mean you still have to pay them off that's how people do eventually go bankrupt is they don't um Mm. (laughs) i'll tell you i've been watching a lot of like celebrity bankruptcy videos uh and people (laughs) get a ton of money and start spending it and actively are like i'm not i have so much money i don't even need to worry about how much i'm spending and then all of a sudden they went from having 700 million dollars to now being 50 million dollars in debt you know (laughs) Because they spent $750 million because they were like, I have unlimited money. But that's what happens when you go from being poor to being rich. You don't know how to work with money because you've never, money's always been a rarity to you. So now that you have so much money, it seems like an infinite pool. You're like, how could I ever spend this much money? But you can and you will. (laughs) Unless you're smart about it. This is a money management with the quietest form of podcast. If you win the lottery, immediately seek a financial advisor before telling anyone. And make sure they're not an AI financial advisor. A financial advisor. They'd be copying from the best. I guess. Exactly. And just be quoting that one Reddit post to you about how to what to do if you get a if you win the lottery. Which is <laughs> I have saved in case I ever won the lottery. Hey, we want a dollar. Hey, we want fifteen dollars our... from a scratcher, so I'm just saying we're coming yeah. up in the world, baby. Yeah, we spent two dollars on it and we got a turnaround. Hey, we're rich, baby. <laughs> Dang. But literally a dollar from a lot of Oh tickets. yeah, we did win in the Mega Millions. We won one dollar. <laughs> Yay! Look at you guys. And we don't even play the lottery <laughs> like ever. We just on a whim got them. So we were like, ultimately, we spent like five dollars and got like eight, like sixteen back. So that's a net profit, yeah. baby. Net profit. I can do this gambling I can do thing. Th- no, I cannot do this gambling thing. No, Lauren. Do you know our gambling story? Look, 
PJ can't All gamble. All I'm going to say is I immediately develop a gambling problem. I Listen. immediately became the like, nah, just one more roll and I'm going to hit it big. I'm due for one, baby. He was so mean to me. You know I'm the fiscally irresponsible one. In Vegas, we were like at the craps table and um, they sent a cooler over to our table and I had like- Which for those of you who like don't know, the- a cooler is someone that's sent to a table that's kind of on a hot streak to kind of ruin the hot streak. Oh. Yeah, to kind of like throw it all off. And so people start losing. And he came over and we were starting to like lose. And PJ, but I like wasn't fully like sure what if, if that was actually happening because like we were doing okay. We weren't like winning or anything, but we were like just vibing. Um, and PJ's like, what if we just put another $5 down? I was like, okay. And he's like, what if we just put another $5 down? And I was like, oh, okay. And then like, what if we just put, I was just like, no. And as we were walking by, I was like, I think uh, we probably should have left. I think that guy, like, uh, ever since that guy like came over, we started losing. And then he was just like, well, if you had noticed that, then why didn't you like quit? You should. We lost all this money because of you. And I was just like, what? Look, man, you saw the cooler. I didn't. Seems like this is your fault. <laughs> But it was literally the, like, we lost this. What if we just put $5 right yeah, now? Yeah, I, oh, I immediately okay. was like, no, we're due for a bit. Like, I immediately became a gambling addict. <laughs> That's why, like, when I do go to Vegas, I'm, like, slot machines only. Because if you put me at a table, I will get caught in the heat of it. A slot machine I don't give a fuck about. It's, like, a video game to me. But, like, when we're at the table, like, the, you, I get caught up in the heat. Yeah. And then there's Casey, who's just, like, literally, like, the luckiest He's like, of oh, lucky you know girls. what? Let me just walk up and put 20. Oh, got 800. Dee-hee. He He literally told us when we went with Casey, this was the same trip. We went and saw Sharon stuff. Um, he was just like, hey, if I win X amount, I think it was, like, if I win, like, $300, breakfast is on me. 40 minutes later. Not even 40 minutes. It was, like, 20 minutes later. He's like, breakfast is on me. Yeah. And I was just like, whoop. Ugh. But yeah, we were there to wow. see Cher. Cher was amazing. I yeah. love Cher. I love she just Cher. like talked on stage for like 40 minutes at one point, And I was like, this is the best. Yeah, Cher could easily do stand up. the best TED talk I've yeah, ever been to. stand up for a one man show. Yeah, she could do uh, Rakugo <laughs> if she wanted to. <laughs> but they, but Rakugo practitioners could never sing if you uh, yeah. <laughs> could never turn back time. And I stand by that. <laughs> uh, Make that a shirt. <laughs> uh, <coughs> but speaking of music, why don't we talk about the music for Carol and Tuesday? Because it is a music anime. So uh, the music for Carol and Tuesday is done by Canadian musician Maki, who came up with most of the music, though there is additional music by musicians such as Flying Lotus, Thundercat, Mark Radito, and a lot of other uh, musicians. But in general, what did we think of the music for this show? It was amazing. Incredible. Yes. I loved it. Yes. Every scene just, was perfectly encapsulated in the music that was going on in the background and the music that they wrote that these people were singing. And that really cool Avicii style. Egrin? Is that his name? Aragon? Oh, um, the DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Love that guy. That guy was super fun. He was No, cool. but seriously, like, it's so interesting because it felt so... Um, I like how you're like, I love that guy. You have not met him, and he is not a great guy. No, no, no. I meant music-wise. Okay, I was like, like, like the stage let me be clear. You don't... <laughs> you don't... You're not gonna <laughs> like him. 
Oh, yeah. No, I bet. Uh, no, I just meant like love that display. I love how like whimsical the music is. It feels very like it belongs on Mars. You know what I mean? Without mm. sounding too like futuristic. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like it's a very good blend. Y- you know, yeah. Interesting take. Interesting take. I mean, yeah, there, it does a phenomenal job. Maki does a great job. Again, very interesting that all of the music is done kind of by English speakers. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But um, really enjoyed Mahi's work here. But let's also talk about our OP and our ED. So our OP is Kiss Me by Nye Bricks and Selena Ann. It's hard to be a normal person. That's just not me. I'm riding a cherry goes beautiful. Lord, what did you think of that OP? The art style of this was absolutely beautiful. I love the song too. It was really fun. It was really upbeat. It was very, like Skylar said earlier, it was very whimsical. It's just, it was so good. I loved this OP. Yeah, I think this OP is yes. super fun, super enjoyable, would easily fit on like a 2000s like Manic Pixie Dream Girl alt playlist. Like, you oh, know, this yeah. is Kimia Dawson, Zoe Deschanel music. The textures uh, visually, yeah. like so cute. You know, I love that like kind of like uh, shaded uh, background kind of look. So I love that. And the song is just so catchy. I love it. It's so, it's so cute. Yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Uh, why don't we talk about that ED now? So that ED is Hold Me Now by Nye Briggs and Selena Ann. Lauren, what do you think of that outro? This was really fun. It had that like almost retro feel without yeah. feeling too dated. It went back a little 80s for sure. It did. Yeah. Yes. With that synth piano. I was uh-huh. like, this is incredible. And then the visuals of them being in like this just like black the and white. white. Background. And then yeah. bursting into color when they pass each other. I was like, that's beautiful. Something I don't know if you noticed. And I, I didn't notice at first until I was pulling up the video on YouTube and I was and I read one of the comments. Um, because you know how the lyrics pop up as they're like walking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not the lyrics pop up when Tuesday's walking, but music notes pop up when Carol's walking because Tuesday's the one that makes the lyrics and Carol's the one that makes the music. Oh, oh. That's so cute, though. I love that. 
That's amazing. That's a really nice touch. Yeah. So I was like, that's so cool. I should bring that up. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I do. I really enjoyed this like retro poppy kind of moment that's happening. It's so cute. Yeah. No, 100%. Um, definitely. Definitely is being added to the anime playlist. <laughs> As it should. Well, it doesn't really sound like it should be on it either, though, too. It sounds different from other anime songs for sure, but it's just, it's so catchy. I mean, it definitely mm-hmm. is evidence that it is, uh, you know, written and composed by American music producers for sure. Well, Canadian for Maki, oh, yeah. but English speaking <laughs> music producers. Right. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about this a little bit more as we move on to our segment. What modern or contemporary artists do you think would have done a good job with these anime intros and outros? So, Lauren, why don't you tell me who you think would have done a good job with Kiss Me? I got so lost trying to find the right artist this week, and I just was in a place where I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to find somebody. So I called on longtime listener, good friend Jackie, to help me this week. And I ended up picking for the OP, um, Juro Vandal and Olivia Nelson, someone that you love. Someone that you love, someone that you love, someone that you love. Yeah, I think that's great. That's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Isn't it? Yeah. Jackie did yeah, a wonderful Jackie job. Jackie is the heat. next level. I'm so glad that she likes to play. Yeah, no, this is a very, especially considering Jackie was like, when are you guys going to stop doing that modern contemporary artist segment? <laughs> now playing it all the time. <laughs> she is, and she's so fucking yeah, good no, at it. Yeah, no, this is very, very, very good. Yeah. I like it. It's a great answer. You did a great job, Jackie. Good job, Jackie. Uh, Skylar, who'd you go with? Um, I went with da, 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 Tiffany Day, her song, Clout Chaser. I think that's pretty good. I do, too. Yeah, I think it captures certain parts of the song. I think um, Someone That You Love kind of captures the vibe a lot better, but I think this captures, like, the Nye Bricks parts of the vocals pretty well. Uh, Thank you. Yes, I think that vocally this is really, really great. And the, the vibes are still good. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not like the chorus yeah. part. It's the other part. It is definitely the earlier part of the song, but it's it's right there. All right. So Yay. not to not to call my shot too hard here, but I do think I have the correct answer. Probably. Is it Isma from the Emperor's it New Group? Snuff out the light by Eartha Kitt. <laughs> That's it. That's the right <laughs> shout answer. Out, it's shout always throw the right answer. Throwback to our uh, Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju episode. Uh, listen to that. Because <laughs> uh, you probably didn't because you're like, I've never heard of that anime. But it's worth it. For Yzma. Um, all right. So I ended up, uh, you know how, you know, sometimes when you're going through or trying to find an artist, you'll like kind of pick out a genre and click a playlist and kind of start going through it. Go from there. The first yes. song I clicked, no, song I'd never heard. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. I don't need to do any more research. Um, I ended up going with Sunset in My Pocket by Hubba Bubba's and Adventure Time. Not Adventure Time, Adventure Time. So let's run. Yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah, that's really, really good. I don't, I don't fault you for not looking anymore because that's like that's pretty. Yeah, good. I literally clicked to like fifty seconds because that's always my go-to now. <laughs> now that mm-hmm. I know how these songs work, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yep, that's it. 
That's it, though. <laughs> oh, but overall, phenomenal selections all across the board. Uh, somebody, someone that you love, Cloud Chaser, Sunset of My Pocket, all great selections. Very good. Yeah, very strong. Um, yeah. Thank you. What about for Hold Me Now? Lauren, who'd you pick for that? I think this song's hard to hit all the all the notes, yep. all the beats that it covers. Um, but Jackie guided me towards Fickle Friends, their song Pretty Great. Yeah, I think that's very good. I think it's a little bit like more highly produced mm-hmm. than than Holding yeah. Now is. Um, like you know, there's clearly a lot of like a lot more synthiness, a lot more vocal uh kind of tweaking, but the vibe is great. And I mean overall it's still very similar. It's just very mm-hmm. minor notes. This is a very good choice. Yeah. Uh this is like in the same vein because I kept getting stuck on like Beach Bunny a lot. Yeah. Um but it was just it's just like too much. So I I but I really I really like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who'd you go so, with? Good. I went with Delaney, her song Lonely Girl. That's amazing. I yeah, know. that's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It took me a really, really long time to find like the pro because I almost went with something that sounded like uh, Lauren's choice, mm. uh, which was like the like MXM tune and like Beach Bunny, uh, Claire, you know, Violet Tessa type sounds. And then I just happened upon her, and I was like, "This, is, this song is perfect." Yeah, no, this that's is it. it. That is the one. Um, yeah, especially because I'm playing wrong answers only today. Hey, baby <laughs> uh, because it, as soon as the it. song started one thing popped into my head and i was never able to find a better answer so i was like fuck it go with that one thing even though it's wrong and fuck if you're it. if you listen to that beginning synth all it made me think of was video killed the radio star by the buggles Let me be clear. Also, that that line I picked purposefully because that's also about AI music, baby. It wasn't, but it kind of sounds like it was, wasn't it? Doesn't it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, listen, radio killed. Wait, yeah, video killed the radio star, and now AI is going to kill yeah, killing the rest of everyone. everyone. Yeah. So I mean, topical <laughs> has synth in it in a similar pattern. The synth was incredible. <laughs> I was like, that could have been taken from this song. Uh, I know nothing Ooh. else about it really fits, but I was like, yeah, this is here. I there, liked it. I love. There's this. a part in the very beginning where I was like, "This sounds like a very '80s song," but I just did not venture out yeah. to go find it. <laughs> so, I started delving into the '80s and very quickly went. See, this I is started not where I'm here, supposed to be. like my brain was here, and then I was like, "No, let me try to like actually find my fickle friends or lonely girl," you know. But I never got there, and I was like, "Fuck it, just go back, just go back, <laughs> just go back to the disco back, disco back." <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, yeah, all over. Overall, uh, your guys' choices uh, were all great for everything. Uh, just great choices all across the board. Sometimes it impresses me how much we're able to find almost exact matches for these songs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's absolutely wild. No one, I hope, ever sues anyone because of our podcast. <laughs> uh, but, but with that, that is uh, where we are going to call our music segment and take a quick break to watch some additional clips, some additional context, and get Lauren's closing thoughts on Carolyn Tuesday. So we're going to do that, and we'll be right back. So stay tuned, everyone. 
All right, we're back. We learned to watch some additional clips, some additional context, some additional songs, performances, other words that also mean the same thing, um, some fucking bullshit. <laughs> um from you know if you know you know (laughs) and uh just some amazing amazing moments and amazing songs from the uh carolyn tuesday team Mm. over there um so you guys see a lot of fun moments a lot more music but i mean maybe it's just a little bit too much music and a little less story than you wanted or maybe uh you know that there's going to be enough to keep you going but we won't know until we ask you the question lauren would you keep watching carol and tuesday the music plays such a huge part in this show that it's almost kind of like um kind of like its own character as skylar has said about like you know backgrounds and stuff <laughs> so um i feel like the even though it is very music heavy it doesn't bring the show down it's not like old musicals from like the 40s and 50s where it's like now we're going to pause and have a dance number this helps to propel the story forward it helps tell carol and tuesday's story and i mean there were some really amazing characters in this too that we got to see ultimately carol is my favorite oh yeah i don't know i struggle i really love tuesday i love a character who's willing to give up everything for, to chase their dream mm-hmm. but i also love carol because i love a character who's willing to chase their dream no matter what struggles they're in right yeah so i don't know i mean ultimately it's carol and tuesday <laughs> Carol and Tuesday. <laughs> and I've chosen the music. No, um, <laughs> stylistically, it's it's uh, Tuesday. Yeah, that tracks. They're both so good and they both, they're strong independently, but then together they're like, they're next level. I thought you were going to say they're strong independent women who don't need no band. <laughs> well, that, that too, because <laughs> they just need themselves. They don't, yeah. They don't need any other band members. <laughs> yeah, phenomenal both of them. Yes, fantastic protagonists. I absolutely want them to win. And I do, I'm very interested to see what happens to the both of them. So I will continue to watch Carol and Tuesday. Ooh, you absolutely Whoa! love to see it. That is a Kawaii success in the book. And I'm curious if we think it would be a Kawaii success for other people. Do you think you would recommend Carol and Tuesday to someone looking to start their anime journey? I absolutely would. This Yeah, it's is, a no-brainer. Yeah, it's so easy to get into. And even though it takes place on another planet, it doesn't feel spacey. Right. Yeah, it has a lot of futurism in it, but even that's very subtle. Like, obviously, we spent a lot of time talking about AI and stuff at the beginning, but even that's very, like, kind of just a subtle thing in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recently watched a video on AI uh, anime, specifically AI uh, creations uh, and, and art by Mother's Basement, where they talked about, um, you know, kind of the drama around anime AI and all this stuff. And uh, Corridor Digital recently did what they called an AI anime, and it, it got a lot of backlash. But he mentioned Carolyn Tuesday as like a kind of good precursor to this conversation. And he was like, you know, uh, Shinichiro Watanabe is like one of the greatest futurists of our generation. People just don't think about it. But he's right. Like, he was so on point for all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was only like, this only came out like in 2019. But yeah. So again, it, it the story is so uh, poignant for the time. But in general, even though all that stuff is so prevalent and so there, it's also so not, you know, it's not the focus. The focus is the music and the On talent the and it is a human music story and people love that so of course it's a yes for me definitely a yes for me that's a yes for me dog <laughs> that's gonna be a yes for me dog you're going to hollywood carolyn golden Tuesday. buzzer um oh since you did 
Yes for me, dog. I went American Idol. I, I know, and then I switched it up. <laughs> you and you know what? And as soon as I press the golden buzzer, my chair turns around. Oh, see, I think, wait, what? No, too, too many different references. <laughs> but yeah, regardless of however many music show metaphors we want to make, uh, that is a kawaii success in the book. A kawaii does you thumbs up and only one question left to ask. And that question is, is there an envy for that? All right, Lauren, you know the rules. Give me your song and artist for Carol and Tuesday. I went very current, which is probably going to be a detriment. But I feel that Taylor Swift's Paris is like just the perfect vibe for me. Oh, okay. It's just, it's just, ugh, I love Paris. All right, Lauren. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. does not seem like there is an AMV for Paris by Taylor Swift for Carol and Tuesday, but... Get on it. Get on it. <laughs> there is an AMV for both of us by B.O.B. featuring Taylor Swift. So I think that's one and a half points. I was going to say, is that like a half point? That's Ooh! one and a half points. Damn. So that's not zero. Which is what I thought I was going to get. I'm so, so proud I of will. you. Thank you. I'll one and a half that. points. Uh, since you only got one and a half points, as we normally do, when you uh, get zero points, we tell you what the top three AMVs were. Uh, when you only get uh, two points, we tell you what the top one AMV is. But since you got one and a half points, we'll tell you what the top two AMVs are. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the number one AMV, or the number two AMV, is to rather be featuring Jess Glynn by Clean Bandit. Ooh, I love Clean Bandit. Yeah, I love this song a lot. It's a, If You Gave Me a Chance, I Would Take It. Get is that it. song? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the number one AMV is to I Think I'm In Love by Cat Dahlia. There you go. <laughs> so those are the vibes you maybe could have gone with, but and we still it. got one and a half points, but maybe a little bit more. Because it's time for the super secret, not so secret bonus round. Lauren, mm. do you think that there could possibly be an AMV for Carol and Tuesday to Evanescence Bring Me to Life? Question mark. All right, um, Lauren, use that Evanescence. I'll say no. I'll say no. No. Yeah, I think it's a pretty safe no. I will double check, but <laughs> yep, no. No AMV for Carol and Tuesday to Evanescence Bring Me to Life. So that's going to be two and a half points for Lauren today. <laughs> Damn. Look at me go. All right. So that is a Kawhi success. A Kawhi Desu thumbs up and two and a half points in the book and another successful journey through an anime. Wow. Lauren, thanks for going on this musical journey with us. Thank you for taking me. I had a lot of fun on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't talk enough about how this show set in Mars. Yes. Mars. Um, well, but with that said, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, but more importantly, I hope our listeners had a good time, a fun time, a your name has to be based on when you were born time. <laughs> Ooh, a golden buzzard time. And a break into a building and get viral first for your song and then for running away time. <laughs> but time. until next time, we hope your wait isn't a kawaii disappointment. I've been PJ. I've been Skylar. I've been Lauren. And make sure you set your viral running away hit to the Benny Hill music. <laughs> this has been a PSA. <laughs> this is, we've been sponsor- uh, sponsored by Yakety Sax. <laughs> 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 Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.